Oh, what's that? Uh, an update to the podcast feed? Wow, yes, hi, I'm back. Welcome to the David Francisco podcast. I'm uh, David Francisco, hence the name of the podcast. Right? Yeah. It's great to be back, and uh, we have a great conversation with Simon Miller. He was on my Twitch stream where I record these podcasts, and uh, it was a very nice conversation about, like, his perspective towards wrestling. It's a good pickup from the conversation that we had here on the podcast a few months ago. Uh, On that one, I feel like we talked more about, like, his content creation side, and then on this one, it's really cool to talk a little bit about, like, wrestling and things coming back and stuff, and how life is during uh, lockdown and quarantine and in COVID, and it's really cool as well because we get the chat to ask him questions and uh, give comments and stuff, so you're gonna hear a lot of that during this conversation, but don't worry, I made sure that the version you're hearing is not gonna be boring and feeling like there's... it's to the people that are on the chat watching this live. It, it's a good podcast, I I promise. I made, I made sure that would happen. Um, I've been off here of the podcast for a little bit um, because there's been other stuff that I needed to do that, um, that kind of got in the way. And the workflow that I was having before kind of implied that life wasn't going back to normal, where life is slowly creeping back to normal. So I need to adjust as well. But I promise that the conversations here on the podcast are going to continue. If you want to see the recording of these podcasts live, it's on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash DeFrancisco underscore one. Link is in the description of this podcast. As well as links to follow Simon Miller everywhere. And more information, check out the notes of the podcast. Cool. I'm done talking. Let's jump into it. It's Simon Miller here on the David Francisco podcast. Skinner X, Ian Skinner, how are you doing, buddy? He says that uh, beardless Simon Miller is cursed. I know, I, um, I, yeah, look, I agree with that 100%. This was not an intentional uh, <laughs> intentional thing. This was a, oh, I've shaved too much of my beard off and now I've got to take it all off. Don't worry, I'll be back in two days and it will never go until I make this mistake again, which I do I do a lot. I just like a giant egg when I shave my beard off. How do you, how do you shave your beard too much? I don't understand that. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an answer to that question. I, I think what happens is, is that I shave during times when I'm exhausted, and not exhausted, but I'm tired and blurry-eyed, and then I'm like, oh, I've got the, I've got the thing on the wrong number, and so therefore <laughs> I shave. I was going to ask like, you. Oh, that. No. I, I'm sure you shaved this morning after staying up all night for Elimination Chamber, right? There you go. You see, that's, that's, that's literally that's what exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened, and I wasn't paying attention because I was tired and like you know, pumped up about the Miz becoming the WWE <laughs> champion. And then I shaved my beard off by accident. I was like, ah, shit, that's not I, good I, at like, all. But I remember we were trying to arrange this for um, for the day after the Rumble, or the first date that I suggested was the day after the Rumble. And that actually didn't work for you because you, you know, you got stuff to do after a pay-per-view. And now here we are the day after Elimination Chamber. First of all, <laughs> is it not as bad because it was the Rumble, so it's fine? And second of all, like, what's your day like the day after a, uh, a pay-per-view when it comes to all the content that you create? Yeah, so the rum, I mean, the, I mean, I say the big four, it's not true. The Survivor Series doesn't really, you know, it, it's kind of there, but it's kind of not there. So uh, yeah, after the Royal Rumble, because you don't know who's going to win, you don't know who the surprise is going to be, you could easily be making three, four videos. 
depending on what there is to, to talk about. Whereas actually the Elimination Chamber was far more eventful than I thought it was going to be. But there's mm. just a general lesser interest in a pay-per-view like Elimination Chamber. But mostly, um, yeah, you know, you, you watch it uh, and then you sort of made notes and you turn it into a script and then you have to go through that script and then sometimes you read something you're like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so then you have to go back through the recording and be like, did I just make up something that's happened? Because like some people say to me, like, I've said this before, and they say, well, why don't you just go and read somebody else's report? I'm like, well, they may have got it wrong as well. And yeah. It's like, you know, you have to actually see it with your eyes to make sure that it's the case. So, yeah, I mean, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, like WrestleMania is in like uh, six weeks or whatever. That would just, I've just, you know, that whole weekend, because it's two nights, I'll just, I won't do anything. I'll just prep myself to, to get in no sleep wrestle wrestlemania mode but uh yeah that's pretty much what you do you wake up i know i've got to do the ups and downs so i do that and then you know go back and forth with what culture discuss what else we want to do and then yeah just go 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 and then by around about five o'clock you're just exhausted <laughs> like i need to lay down not that i'm complaining you know it's a pretty good job to have yeah man yeah. but yeah the raw rumble yeah so like raw rumble wrestlemania SummerSlam, usually quite big and then you get the odd pay-per-view that oddly i mean i know they're controversial the saudi arabia shows were always uh sort of there was always more around that than i thought and i think that's because people won't watch them for obvious reasons but they still want to know what's happening <laughs> so and, and, like... and and it's also the caliber of matches and people that wrestle on those shows as well like the more casual fan the kind of pe person that's gonna watch watch like the what culture video wrestling videos um online is going to gonna be interested in those shows more than you know something that isn't there i'd say yeah i don't know well yeah because they got you know like i mean you go through all of them undertaker's on them sure michael's is on them triple h is on them you know goldberg's on them all these guys that people you know whether we like them or not as, as hardcore fans yeah they get casual fans really interested and if you can drop them in a thumbnail on youtube people are going to be like man i want to watch that so yeah no it just surprised me i remember the first one long before we were all trapped in our houses and i was at a movie or i went to something live because i was in the i was in the um the o2 why the hell was i there i can't remember doing something and it went live and i remember I looked at my phone and it just blew up and i was like oh wow i didn't realize there was so much interest in these shows but yeah you're right the intrigue is always high which is why again yeah wrestlemania rumble are always are always pretty are pretty crazy because um yeah there's just and it, I it guess just, it's part of it's part of your job, like you staying up for WrestleMania, for example. But it's like, was it hard to do the two day WrestleMania last year? I mean, it kind of wasn't. It wasn't because it was so fascinating, right? All those early performance center shows, I was just mesmerized with because it was mm -hmm. like watching wrestling from a different planet. Um, I think it probably. I mean, <laughs> it's it's like watching wrestling at the wrestling school, isn't it? But like the <laughs> best wrestlers in the world wrestling at the wrestling school. Yeah. Which, which, it's like, you know, which it's like when you come early to like you have a three o'clock class and you arrive at two fifty and there's <laughs> freaking Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins throwing themselves off the WrestleMania sign that was put in the back wall of the school yeah. and you just Honestly. get to watch that before you learn how to roll. Yeah, it's just, it was so bizarre. So I think that kind of uh, kind of made it more interesting. But um, yeah, I never. The thing is, I'm still a massive geek at heart, right? So WrestleMania, I still get massively excited for that. So, you know, it's not, you're tired, but again, I, I always say this, like, what a stupid job I have. And if you had told me this when I was a kid that I'm going to get to grow up and review wrestling and somebody was going to pay me, I would have, you know, bitten your, bitten your arm off. So, yeah, it's never, it's never tough to do. I mean, sometimes it is because, you know, work is work, but ultimately it's, 
you know, because the cool thing about it is you want to talk about wrestling when, like last night when the Miz won his belt, you want to talk to people about it. The fact that I get to stand in front of a camera and just rant and rave and people actually give a crap is, um, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate being able to have that platform. Uh, it's it's good that, that you do, and uh, uh, I know a lot of like, I'm gonna call them casual casual fans. So people that know that I do wrestling from like other aspects outside of wrestling of my life, and they like will go to like see me at a live show or something. And there's a considerable good number of them who know Simon Miller is because they see your videos because they probably get like pop up on YouTube and get recommended from it. I'm like, oh yeah, Simon, yeah, I got like his number. Do you want me to say anything? And obviously like, no, no, please don't. Uh, <laughs> just uh, I uh, I use your name as a uh, um, as a name that I like throw around as uh, as you can see, and, uh, Dude, and it's I, really I, I, cool. There was uh, an edition of the podcast that we did uh, a few months ago uh, where we talked about this, right? And um, so you guys can go and listen to it. Make sure you do David Francisco podcast, Simon Miller on it. And we just kind of talk about your uh, a lot of your content creation there. I don't think we went a lot into the wrestling side of it. How you just went from um, doing stuff in front of a camera, like in front of that green screen that's there behind you, into being like, now nah, I'm going to train one day. And, uh, and here I am. Um, how are you uh, approaching, like this return to the rings and um, that will eventually come sooner than later. Uh, and uh, what are you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know at the moment because it's like a chicken and egg scenario because I would like to, I'm sure you're the same. I would like to get in a ring and bump around a little bit first because we haven't done this in a year and I, I'm still a work in progress anyway. But, you know, if somebody offers you a booking, you're also like, well, maybe it's difficult, isn't it? Like, what do you do? Maybe it's best to just throw you back, throw yourself back in there and know that your first couple of matches are going to be a little bit rusty or maybe it actually makes more. I don't know. I really don't know. But as soon as somebody yeah. says, and also, you know, again, I know we're not going to go into it too much, but it all depends on what the scene is for training in Britain as well at the moment, because that's going to be massively different too, for the better, absolutely. But it's going to be a different environment. So it's kind of like learning it all again which is kind of terrifying because, yeah, like I said, I was still learning it to begin with, but I'll just be happy to do it. You know, like um, that's the whole reason I wanted to, to get involved to begin with. Why well, I love all the reviewing and the, the critiquing, whatever you want to call it, but I always had an urge to do this. And then all of a sudden that going away was the worst. So the fact that we get to, to jump back into it again, I think this time as well, I'm just going to, I'm going to take it seriously because you have to, but I'm going to try and enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it before, but you know, you, you overthink some things and, you know, I think uh, me especially, I get worried about what my performance is going to be. I'm, I mean, I probably won't do this as soon as I get there, but <laughs> I'm going to try and enjoy it a lot more. Just enjoy the experience yeah. for what it is. And because again, if I had known that my last match was going to be my last match, I wouldn't have been nervous at all. Apart from those awesome nerves that you get. But I'd be like, man, just go out there and do it. We make a mistake. We make a mistake. But yeah, so hopefully I actually go back being a bit more relaxed and out of that, you know, maybe you, you put on better performances. I don't know, but... Yeah, I have no idea what the route out of this is. I mean, do you have any plans? I guess the same thing, right? You're just going to take it day by day. Um, well, <laughs> how long has it been since you had a uh, since your last were in the ring? Uh, pretty much coming up to a year. It was basically early March. Oh, so, yeah. so I obviously like my mass, my last match was March 15, and yeah. then in the summer, once for the first lockdown ended uh ollie peace was setting up his ring in the backyard in his backyard and just oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, putting it together yeah. and uh and like the rule was like six people 
outdoors, right? So we kind of like made sure the numbers stayed small and obviously like people being paying attention to to like if they were in contact with anyone with COVID and stuff. And we just, go, I would just go to his ring. I went to his ring like three or four times and drove down. Made the first time after like four or five months of not only being away from a wrestling ring, but being away from everything because you kind of just stop at home and your levels of movement just go down. Dude. I thought it would be fine. Well, I'm gonna be a bit tired. I'm gonna like be out of breath a little bit. I, I like I couldn't even stay to help put the ring down. I I, I was done. I was spent. Right. <laughs> Eventually, I kind of like got it back, and then lockdown two happens. Right. I think that at least this time I'll know what to expect. You know. And yeah. I I didn't see the press conference which is happening right now. I don't know why Boris Johnson tried to counter program me, but he did. I will just have to live <laughs> with it. Uh, I didn't see the I didn't see the thing yet, but um, like apparently from a few things that I've read, he's gonna now like basically the vaccine works right and the hospitalizations yes. should be going down. At least they are going down in other countries that are even further than us when it comes to vaccination of their population. Um, and if that's the case, I think that the road is going to be like if shows come back in the summer, then I'm sure that wrestling schools will be able to come back in between. So like Knucklelocks or whatever Knucklelocks is going to be when it uh, when it comes back, we'll come back at the same time, and hopefully we'll be able we'll all be able to have a bit of a roll around in the ring before we actually get to do our first shows back, right? Because let me tell you. Those guys who got the chance, and I would probably, like, if I was invited, I would have said yes anyways. The people who got a chance to um, go to the Ref Pro or the Progress shows, and just, like, after months of nothing, or, like, probably almost nothing, being put in a position where you need to perform because the cameras are on, at least there wasn't a... Um, uh, an audience there, right? Because if there was an audience there, then it would probably even be even more nerve-wracking. But I don't envy them. I kind of, like, I, I would obviously love to, to do it, but at the same time, it's like, you know. <laughs> at least I, oh, yeah. I should be able to get some time in the ring and not feel like I'm going to die of cardio, you know, when I'm back there. <laughs> yeah, it's intimidating. Like, that's, that's even if it was a, a small show in front of 20 people, right? It's the, it's the mindset of, I haven't done this for a long time, and... We all know, like anyone that's even gone to train to be a wrestler, we all know that first bump is the worst thing ever. And you kind of laugh, like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Can't be right. Uh, and you build up you build up a tolerance to it. And obviously no one has that right now. No one. Yeah, you know, yeah, we all lost our tolerance. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, like, there's someone here on the chat saying, thank, thank you so much for your messages, guys. I appreciate it. I'm going to read a few of them out loud here to, um, uh, to Simon. Let me catch up. But one of the things that Dan says... Um, horrified of the first bumps in general. I think Dan has never, if I'm not mistaken, Dan, you never had like physical training before in wrestling. Uh, so like your first bump is going to feel the same as it would at any point. It's not like lockdown the many worse. But now everyone else around you is going to feel like they're taking their first bump again. That's basically what's going to happen there. It really um, is. I can, that, and that, that's kind of going to be, it's going to be crazy, but I can't wait either. Like I genuinely can't wait for that. It's, uh, yeah, it's just fun isn't it that's it just break it right down like we've got to take it serious like i say but it's just fun it's just a fun thing to do yeah man absolutely um we got bill is billy hayes is calling you a hench hag <laughs> you could be the <laughs> third <laughs> member of uh, you could be the third good egg with jj and rex um even though they're not called that anymore he says that you helped him find his first school don't know where I'll be now if I didn't watch that stuff. Uh, is it, I presume Billy is talking about the videos where you were doing, 
like vlogging your first experiences training i presume at the Arsenal wrestling academy must be yeah i honestly sometimes i forget that i did that it was so long ago now but no, a lot of people said that a lot of people said they watched those videos and it gave them an idea about where they should should train and stuff which was the idea whether mm. I, you know the fact it actually worked I, who knew i didn't know what was going to happen i just thought it'd be a cool thing to document so when you hear things like that it's really cool like it's there really it cool because that again the, the point wasn't just obviously it was i wanted to become a wrestler of course but it was also to hopefully get the message out there like hey you can be a wrestler too you know it's, it's not easy but it is easy in terms to just find a reputable school and you go i mean that's anybody can do that so it's my pleasure if i ever help at all then yeah man i'm, I'm yeah, more he's... than glad to do that He's confirming that that's exactly what um what he's talking about. Uh, and I had a question that escaped me, which is a shame. So I'm just going to move on. <laughs> uh, Carl is saying there was over a year since he saw you against Tate. Love that match. You know what match he's talking about? Yeah, that was uh, for Hustle in London, I think it was. That oh, was yeah. such a shame. That was the first time that I'd done a tour day as well. I had a match mm. in the afternoon. That was I, I literally I got back on the Saturday. I've been in New York all week with my girlfriend on a, on a holiday, and I literally got off a plane, went to wrestle at um, New Force Wrestling, which obviously you know you, you've been there a lot, David. And then I when I was done with that, I went straight to yeah, I went straight to that and had a match against Tate. It was really fun. It was really really good. I like Tate a lot. He's a good he's a good dude. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was that one. Honestly, that was my. Like, yeah, I think after three matches after that is when all of a sudden everybody started going, uh oh. Something bad is about to something bad is about to go down. But yeah, that was really I was a real good crowd as well. Everything about that show was good. And I kind what? of um Sorry, what was your last match? Uh my last match was against Bullet mm-hmm. and Damien in a triple threat match in Slough. That sounds like WWE. No, that's right. Uh, no, no, it was uh it was Not a a new promotion. I can't remember the name now. Jake was the promoter of it, and I can't remember the name of the promotion because I'm an idiot. But yeah, that was my that was my last match, and it was 15 minutes from my house, which is the closest wrestling match I've ever had. Like you know, <laughs> we travel over the place. Everyone knows that, and I had no problem oh, doing man. it. Like, that's the best. So uh, yeah. I live in I live in West London, right, uh, Chiswick, and um, uh, New Force Wrestling, which was like. It wasn't the first company that where I wrestled because I wrestled for Progress uh, when I wrestled here first. But it was like the first company that kind of like the, the second promotion that basically used me and the first one that used me like regularly. And they run just outside West London. And I'm like <laughs> hearing people going like, oh, I'm going to have four hours until I go back to like Southeast <laughs> London and stuff. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to take my bus and I'll be home in 40 minutes. And now that I drive, it would be like, oh, I drive at the time. But I didn't have a car at the time. If it was now, it would be even like, it would take even less time than that. And I'm like, I like this. I like wrestling on my turf. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. I, I, all, all, and I, I don't mind at all, but all my matches have been a good you know, minimum of an hour away. And then when you drive, when you drive 15 minutes and you're there, you're like, well, it's easy. Not easy, but yeah. So, but not that I'm going to worry about that. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen when we get back. I don't know who's going to be running. I don't know what promotions. Obviously, a lot of people have to go through a big change. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be kind of fascinating. But I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm going to, uh, you know, it's been such a crazy 12 months. We have no idea what's around the corner. So I'll, I'll be yeah, tentative, man. but I'm looking forward to it. And we still need to have a match. We never had our match yes. after, yes. after all of the uh, chat about we were going to do it. Speaking of new force wrestling, like uh, um, you were coming in as I was leaving, right? Yeah. Uh, when I was like finishing my run there, 
you were it was a place for you to start getting some experience because um, like you were that level uh, at the time. And I made sure during one of my entrances when you were doing like live commentary, which I hate by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I need I need like it's one of my biggest pet peeves in wrestling. I freaking hate like just just PA commentary. I'm like, what are you doing? Shut it's up and let the wrestlers wrestle. Uh, anyways, uh, you you were doing what you were asked. Uh, I made sure to get the picture. I think I told you this, right? <laughs> hey, we did my entrance. Can I? Can we? Uh, can we just do this, just so I can have like footage and picture of like the two of us doing that? We never had a match. We trained a lot um, together, but um, that never happened. No, and uh, no, so we, 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 hint, hint. I do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> promo is out there. Hint, hint. Yeah, <laughs> so many bookers. I do want to do it though. There's a, there's a load of guys that would be awesome to have a match with that you. What's again, your list? You made- What's about okay? The 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 not like the outrageous, you know, anyone in the world list, okay? But the like twenty twenty one people that you would like the 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 experience of having a match with. I mean, and it's, it's, and most, it's probably it's, realistic that you could have it that year. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly people that I either trained with early on or you know used to see like all the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it was kind of like a thing. Oh, we should do it. So you would absolutely be one. Um, Drake could be one. I mean, Howard you are Drake, on my show. You better say something like that. <laughs> I got a choice, but no, honestly, genuinely, Howard Drake would be one because he was one of the first guys I had a match with, and because I was completely inexperienced, they were kind of booked as ways to protect me. Whereas now, I'd love to have a proper match with him. Uh, Nathan Cruz is a similar kind of a thing. So when I had my first match with him, I had no idea what I was doing, and he mm. held my hand completely. So now I'd love to give that. Uh, give that another go around. Um, I mean, there's so many people. I want to go back again. Say, same with people like Tate. Tate and I had a massive program going in different promotions, and I was kind of getting more and more comfortable with it. And then it got it got ripped away. Uh, Bullet is a good dude. I guess I meant to have a match with Bullet in EWE, and I was looking forward to that too. And then that didn't that didn't go down. Um, oh man, see the problem is there's so many people now. As soon as we stop doing this, I'll. I'll remember. I You'll remember, remember more. Now that's a that's a already like a a nice list there. Um, why do I keep forgetting questions that pop up to me? Like you say something, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna give me something good to ask. And then it's time to do it. I forget. I'm, sorry. <laughs> so I, I'm looking. I'm like, looking through literally looking through a list now to try and find names. <laughs> I, I, I'm starstruck. You know, it's 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 Simon, Simon Miller on my Twitch channel. You know, <laughs> you should see the numbers we're doing right now. I, I, thank you for the house, Simon Miller. Oh, I know. I remember. Um, so the thing you were saying about um, wanting, feeling like if 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 those matches would happen today, you'd be able to bring more to the table instead of having to be carried, right? That which yeah. is basically how you felt uh, through those matches, right? Exactly that. I mean, a hundred percent that. It's just, and it was right for me at the time, right? It wasn't. There's nothing I could have brought to the table. I needed to shut up and listen and learn. And I'm still, uh, I'm not massively far above that now, but I am more above that. And so I would like to have more input into it, right? And I would like to be able to do a better job for them too. And I think that's the cool thing about the cool thing about when you do get to do that is you actually feel like you've got better then because you have something to compare it to, and then you're like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, you know, this time I did that, and this time I did this, so. And that was my my whole plan. As I like, I'm still looking through this list. I can't. Anyway, <laughs> seeing. Um, uh, I feel something similar to that. Not in terms of experience, because I'm a great professional wrestler. And I don't need more experience, do I? But uh, it, obviously, like I was doing the fantastic thing for a very long time, and uh, it's all I'm the only person allowed to say. I'm not saying this to you, Sam. I'm saying this to the chat. The only person allowed to say fantastic here is me. By the way, like you guys are not allowed to. I'm actually, I'm, I should like add that word as a banned word. 
<laughs> you know, you try to type in fantastic, a message pops up saying you can't use fantastic on this chat. Oh, I should do it's, that. It's fair. It's fair. I should I should do that. Um, but it's like I felt like I was doing something back then, and uh, right now, or or the rest I'm gonna be when I come back is gonna be different from that. You know, not. 180 different but it's going to be different and i'll, I'll yeah, wrestle yeah, yeah. differently as well so like all the matches that i had a chance to i had a match like the ma match with eddie dennis the match with wild boar um two there are two good examples of, of uh, even the match with ridgeway which was my last match before things closed down like i want to have that match again because today it would be different because of who i like the way i was going to wrestle when that match happens if that makes sense you yeah. know Oh, yeah. dude, no, I'm exactly the same. Like, I got new gear. You know, I got I got new boots. I got a new finisher already. So, like, I changed I changed everything for that very reason because I did a lot of... Well, what else can you do if you can't wrestle? You can think about wrestling, right? You can think about character. And, yeah, I've, 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 I literally have the... Not that I'm ever going to get away from this because I'm really proud of it and I think it's smart to, to tie it in. But I have the wrestling version of Simon Miller all good to go now, as opposed to the YouTube guy that stepped into a wrestling ring, you know, trying mm -hmm. to cement that down. And yeah. all we need is for the for the doors to open. Alexander Rothmore as well. I knew there was somebody mm -hmm. else I wanted to shout out. I've been saying I'd have a match with him for, for ages. So, and he's a good guy. Obviously, I hate him in the world of wrestling, but he's, <laughs> he's a good guy. So, um, yeah, I can't wait until we can actually actually do it. Because you have these ideas, but maybe they won't work. You have absolutely no idea. It could be an absolute bust. But I want to know, right? I want to try it out. So. You know, I'm seeing all these guys um, that haven't been wrestling for a while. So, like, you see this more here in the UK than you see in America, for example. Because there's people in America that just haven't stopped wrestling. They're just, they're, they just went down a bit, right? But they constantly have been wrestling. But here in the UK, like, I've seen the, that with... Uh, especially the second lot of ref pro tapings and i seen the same thing with the the, the progress show from this weekend which is like uh, cal just added fantastic as a blocked term on the on the chat which i appreciate <laughs> thank you cal um so i see <laughs> thanks cal that's why you're the mod here um so i see um like the rest that they were doing and i feel like because exactly what you're saying because people were not and and you happened with you happened with me because we're not thinking about next weekend next match next booking and we're forced to take like steps back and, and be able to like look at things from a higher level the creativity like the small sprinkles of creativity from these matches were really big and i think that consciously or subconsciously a part of that is the fact that people haven't wrestled for months and you just have to yeah. think about those things you know yeah, I, I, exactly. And I think it's going to be massively helpful. I really, really, really do. Like the more I've kind of pondered over that stuff, you kind of realize, man, I did get too lost. And again, it's my inexperience is a lot of it, but, but I did get too lost in the whole, well, what's the next spot coming? Or what am I meant to do here? As opposed to, you know, the fun and the, well, it's all fun and cool, but the really fun and cool parts where you can make something your own by a reaction or a facial expression or just taking your time, right? You mm -hmm. kind of, you know, you, you learn more about that when you can just observe it from afar. And it, look, I'm sure when I get in there for the first time, all this will go out of my head and it will take time to, it will take time to balance out again. But being able to actually remember all of that stuff and just, again, just try and get a little bit more depth to the character and, you know, what would I do here? What would I do there? As opposed to, well, this is spot 92 where I, you know, I must be in this position, which I did do a lot. I got a lot, you know, deer in the headlights, deer in the headlights mm -hmm. and you, you know, you, you, you forget. So... I mean, it's all well and good saying this stuff, like I say, but I can't wait to I can't wait to see how it does all transpire when we get to 
we get to yeah. go back in there. I can't, I can't wait for the first time until like a, a school goes, yeah, come down, bump around. I'd be like, oh man, just the, the absolute dream. Uh, Billy's in the chat saying the same thing. Like I have mad spots in the bag. I can hear his voice saying, bro, I have some <laughs> mad spots in the bag. Uh, which I like the thing is like you were already like crazy creative when you were wrestling every weekend now imagine now that like you just had you just all you have is time to stop and think right uh, Simon no, Flames yeah. thanks for joining the chat there I miss wrestling crowds hopefully we can get to having shows like uh, before shows like before and indie wrestling can thrive um, that's an interesting question like what's your prediction uh, and obviously be honest here I'm not uh, you don't have to be if your prediction isn't like a very positive one you don't have to bring it in what's um how with, with like this the I can't I can't say the word I wasn't trying to say so I'm gonna say something else with like the huge shifts um that that like obviously uh the last year brought to British wrestling how what do you predict is gonna come out of it like what do you think are gonna be some of the challenges and some of the yeah i know that like it's a super deep question i'm putting you here on the spot but let's do this together some of the challenges and um and some of the um the opportunities that actually this brings well i think they're one of the same you know like a lot of people have been signed up and as i always say awesome for them who the hell wouldn't you know that's what you that's what you was well, what a lot of people do it for maybe not everybody uh, I think some people forget how cool it must be to get some papers or an email through the post, whatever, that says, you know, three initials at the top that everyone's recognized their whole life or, or even for the last couple of years. I think that's absolutely incredible. But within that, it does create opportunity, right? Because people have to step into those roles. And that's all, you know, I know it sounds really dull, but wrestling is cyclical and I totally believe it will happen. It's going to take some time. Uh, you know, you could argue we had the boom period and now we have the quiet period and eventually it'll pick back up again. And obviously, given that some of the things that did happen, hopefully the industry in general will just be a more accepting and a more safe place. And that in itself should breed more creativity, more characters, more opportunities, and just a happier working environment, which that can only be a benefit, like it only yeah. can. And, you know, even on a lesser level, I know things go far deeper, but when it was all going on, I know a lot of people mentioned how, it, you know, it, some people even said, well, actually, you know what, even being in our clique, what kind of word that is, obviously talk about wrestling, but it's true. You know, we had our own group and we kind of, we didn't shut everybody else on purpose. We just felt comfortable doing that. And that has knock on effects, even though, even that kind of sort of, you know, surface level stuff, people have now said, well, let's not do that anymore. Let's try and be more inclusive. Yeah. So hopefully it'll just be awesome, right? Hopefully there won't be any of this hazing or bullying in a bad way. Like you want, you want the fun and stuff like that. But Yeah. The, the, the changes, the changes backstage, um, I think, uh, and I think I was talking about this, maybe it wasn't in, in public, maybe it was in private, but I'm sure he doesn't mind me sharing this. Like uh, when when I was, this was a conversation that I had with like Rex and JJ. And Rex is very big on this, which is the idea that there was a certain, and maybe this is like something, maybe only you and I will be able to understand and the people that have been in a wrestling locker room, just like the politics of navigating it, which in a way is not different from the politics of navigating any company, any profession. Yeah. You know, it's just not the majority of them are not something that sticks to wrestling, but they're still there. And there's um, and there's this like um, a good friend of mine calls it the fake vet syndrome. Um, and uh, and I think that if I, I like how I say this and immediately in your mind, some th some people thought, yeah. right, they pop there. Right. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and I think that everyone will be way less accepting of being treated in a certain way just because someone has fake fake vet syndrome and you know and this is obviously like there's 
there's the big problematic issues that people will hopefully be more aware. And I know that me personally, I am. Um, and then there's also the less problematic small issues that would kind of slip through the cracks and people just accept it because that's the way it is. And yeah. it's not the way it is. And that's, that's a yeah, good exactly. thing. That's yeah. Exactly that. And I think that will help everybody. Like even people, you know, coming in, people that have been around a long time. Uh, I, I hope so anyway. There's something I think will be will be good especially given you know my own experience again i wouldn't have had it any other way well that's not true i mean but knowing what i knew coming in i would have had it another way but i understood i had to go through this like you know my first time in a lot of locker rooms were you know there's that youtube asshole <laughs> yeah that's using he's using his uh, yeah. uh his numbers to try and get yeah. ahead of us yeah yeah exactly and didn't know that i'd been training and they don't have to know this you know it's not on them there's no obligation to know that i had done that but you know i was lucky in the sense because i've immersed myself in wrestling in my life i, I knew that was going to happen i get the respect thing and i just tried to be as respectful as possible and again what i mean by that is is that hopefully i did win over a lot of people which i'm proud of but maybe for somebody you know i'm quite self-assured in my own skin you know it doesn't mean that i don't have you know down points or you know have anxious moments of course i do but i think if that had been somebody else given it whatever the situation had been that may have stopped somebody from you know it may have been too much for, for some people and you don't want that you don't want talent to be to be scared off i suppose based on on things like that you know you want it again inclusive is the big word everyone should be given their shot given their chance and some are going to sink and some are going to swim but it should be on their own merits and not because yeah you know, someone said something that they that they shouldn't have done. So, yeah. yeah hopefully, it'll be a bit more like that. Um, another thing you mentioned, and I'm very curious about this one because I kind of like I'm in the, I'm on the fence on this. Which it's the idea that obviously, like a lot of the big talent that was there before moved on, and they're not going to be in the the indie British wrestling indie scene anymore. And that I think that what the scene lost is star power. What I mean by this is like people that you can announce for a show and people are just going to come back to see them because they're stars and people wouldn't want to see them, right? Voodoo Rocks, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome. Um, so that's one of them. And and in a similar manner, it's um, the idea that... Simon, thank you so much for the follow as well. Appreciate it. Thank, if you guys are enjoying, just... <laughs> I've never done this. I've never got like a prompt for people to follow. I'm sorry. Every Monday I do a Francisco Lounge. I get a guest. We watch some wrestling. We have nice chats. If you guys want to join, go ahead. And then you can also see the rest of my content here on Twitch. Would love to have you as followers. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you for following as well and following along. As I was saying, in the same token, the idea that you don't have people backstage are really good. And people for the guys that are there to wrestle with so that they can learn from, you know? Um, yeah. It's like you you need you don't need to but you need to wrestle people that are better than you so that you can get better, and a lot of the people that are better than us are wrestling have been given the opportunity to sign with big companies and to be able to you know like we're not going to get access to Pete Dunne anymore. Everyone that wrestled Pete Dunne benefit from it, you know. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if if that's if that's going to be a hindrance, but on the same side, a hindrance. A hindrance. I can't speak this language. But on the same token, it's like, and Pete Dunne is a good example of this. Like, I think attack is such a great example because basically it's like the guys that attack, 
the way like attack as a company started they didn't like how wrestling was being done in the, in like in their area in the uk the camp shows and the wwe tribute shows and all of that so they just started their own sick wrestling company with the guys that they knew from backyard right and and i think that's interesting you know i think that's like i wonder if we should like the guys that are now in the indie scene push the envelope to be like no let's we can do this let's freaking figure this out and do really good professional wrestling i think so So, i think that's how i think think that should be the the mantra throughout all of it let's just do it and let's do it the way that we want to do it right you're gonna butt some heads here and there but that's just industry of business but yeah we that that, that should be what let's put on a product that we want to put on let's put on a product that people want to see that we want to see that we enjoy and just you know surprise surprise i'm saying this but just sort of spark a, a a wave of positivity throughout the whole thing. And I think that will then shunt on to everybody else as well. It will make people feel good. You'll feel good. And that's why people go and watch wrestling because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel something depending on what you're trying to put out there. So yeah, yeah I think that's a great model a model to go with. And there are still some great companies out there. They were just super under the radar before. And maybe they can kind of do the same thing. You know, the void that's been left by some of these wrestlers that have been, you know, called up to the big time. Maybe, you know, in the wake of other companies shutting down, these smaller companies can step up. They've got the experience, can make all the changes, and they can fit into that hole as well. And then it's just going to... Who knows if it gets back to where it was, but it doesn't mean you can't have a scene that's not beneficial and it's not teaching people. Because like you say, the most, the best thing I ever did was working with people better than me. And everybody will say that. It's intimidating when you turn up and you find that kind of stuff out because you're like, oh man, you know, you don't want to be the one to, to, to let the side down. But that's the only way you can get better. And you need to put yourself in those uncomfortable positions. But that should be where the uncomfortableness is. And then, you know, in the backstage, it's help, it's feedback, it's criticism. Uh, you know, it's just trying to get every, just trying to, like I say, just trying to get everybody up to the next level. Because if you yeah. can do that, then the scene in general will benefit as well. Yeah, man, absolutely. A couple of questions before we go and jump into watching some matches. Carl uh, asked on the chat, uh, many people question whether starting late in wrestling can affect your potential career. I wonder how Simon combated this. I don't understand this question. Didn't you start wrestling when you were like 19? Uh, well, that was my first attempt, yeah. And then I, oh. I went away. And then tried again, went away. <laughs> tried this again. was this was an attempt at a joke, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, can't, think, I can't I think joke this just... language. <laughs> I mean, the way I've always looked at it is the best time to I say this all the time. The best thing to do something is ten years ago or right now. And you can't go back ten years ago. So just go and do it. And it's all well and good saying that you're never going to be successful unless you start resting at this age. Okay, but let's say that's true, right? Let's say you have to start resting at 20 years old to become a good professional wrestler. Well, go rewrite the rule book. Go rewrite the rule book. You know, go start at 28, 29, 30 and, and prove that that's not the case. It doesn't mean you're 100% going to do that. But if you go in with that mindset, my, my, you know, my template for all of this is I sometimes say Batista. If you don't like Batista, you're fine. You don't have to worry about anything. Somebody will put you on a show. But DDP, I know he was a tall dude, but nobody thought DDP was going to do what he did. And he did that when he was 35 years old. And if DDP can do it at 35, why can't I do it at 35? Why can't you do it at 35? Why can't anybody do it at 35? It's proven that it can happen. It takes a lot of help and a lot of, you know, luck, I suppose, too, and a lot of hard work. But you, you got to go into these things because uh, you want to do them. And then whatever else comes out the other side is, is, is the dream. I would much rather get to 90. I mean, I won't, but I'd much rather get to 90 and look back and say, well, at least I gave it a go as opposed to, well, 
the stereotype was you have to be mid to late early 20s to do it no nah, screw that screw that and if it turns out i'm too old or i'm too old good to know cross it off the list we'll go and do something else but Absolutely. so far i haven't felt like i was too old you know, i haven't I haven't, you know, I, I had a few bad injuries, but lots of people were having bad injuries. You know, there were dudes 22 getting worse injuries than even I had because that's just wrestling. And it's a flip of a coin and you never do it on a big move. You always do it getting up, <laughs> like just running the ropes. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to live my life that way. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be awful. In my later years, I would be awful. I want to give it a go and see where the hell I end up. I uh, think that when people put that age thing as a thing, it's just your own insecurities talking about it. Just, 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 yeah. it's ne it's never been an issue in wrestling. It's not going to be an issue now. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, Voodoo Rock says, hi. And he says, hello, Simon. Are you putting the world to rights? I don't get it. <laughs> that, I know. That's my friend Lawrence. That's who that is. Good okay. to see you, Lawrence. Hey, we Lawrence. To, thank, we... Thanks for the follow, Lawrence. It used to, we used to do uh, as my very first foray into wrestling multimedia. Actually, he's back now. It's like 10 years ago. We used to do a show called Ministry of Slam, which again is back now every Sunday nights. People listen to it. It's a fun show. Um, and after we'd done the recording, me and Lawrence would just stand at our cars for like an hour just chatting. And literally putting the well, not literally, but figuratively putting the world to rights, and just getting all of our all of our sort of problems off our chest, and just airing them. And yeah, that's what that's what we used to do. So he's a good guy, Lawrence. Yeah, he's a really really good guy. But yeah, that's honestly that was eleven years ago, which is terrifying. Where the hell did that go? When when you were thirteen, right? Yeah, when I, <laughs> exactly. Now right. now the joke worked. Now the joke worked. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Now now I'm a spruce mid twenty year old. Yeah, right. <laughs> he says, he says, good time, mates. Great to see you. Um, then, uh, it says, it's a real question, but basically says that your fitness videos have helped him a lot so that uh, when gym's open, so he's thanking you for uh, your fitness videos. Your daily grind I, of putting a video every day. Yeah, it's, right. it's my pleasure. Uh, again, that was my lockdown project. You know, I needed something. Look, it was as beneficial to me as hopefully it was How to How do you to come up else. with topics, though? Well, dude, it's I'm not doing easy. like a vlog a week, and it's like it's being hard for me. I'm like, I've done, I've told you everyone my life. That's it. I got nothing new on my life to talk about, and here you are. Like, how do you do it? Uh, well, I, I, it's difficult. Like, there are a lot of videos. You know, you you always get a couple that go up a week where you look at the title and you're like, he doesn't know what to talk about today. But that's what YouTube likes. I tried. Uh, when the uh, this last lockdown, before this last lockdown, the world opened up a bit, I thought, okay, well, now I'm going to try a video every other day. And YouTube didn't like it as much. That's the problem. You have to satisfy the stupid YouTube algorithm. When you get to a certain point, you can start doing the classic, you know, less is more kind of a thing. But to get there, you got to keep smacking on the door. Uh, not that I don't like doing it. I do like doing it. But again, that kept me sane during the first lockdown. So the fact that somebody got something else out of it is all good with me. Like... Uh, you know, I, I don't have any qualification when it comes to fitness other than I've been doing it for, you know, a long ass time. But if people, you know, feel like they can trust me, then hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll keep watching. I appreciate it. I very much enjoyed your um, your day vlog. That's been my favorite video of yours recently. The ones with it's like, so here's my food. Here's how small my kitchen is. Here's me using pillows <laughs> to do a, a, a lifting bench. <laughs> Honestly, it was so annoying. And all, I still got them. I've got this massive document list and so many of them, these vlogs I was going to do. And then they shut us in. I was like, I've got to plan these things out. But we'll get back to them. Like, you know, it's good. It, it just means when the world opens up again, I can have more fun with that as well. So, yeah. But uh, that one was... But that, again, that was supposed to be out in the world. And I was like, I'll just shoot it all in my house. 
Why? Why the hell not? Yeah, now good, 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 good. Simon, this has been really, really fun. It was great catching up with you again and being able to have you here. Um, oh no! Obviously, like you brought everyone that's watching, so it's not. It's going to be weird for me to ask you to plug your stuff. But for like the two people that are here for me and not for you, <laughs> you could just what search are, for what are you up to? Simon at three one six on social media, and of course, what culture wrestling is going to be the most pertinent stuff. You can go there and you can get all my thoughts on WWE, AEW, and everything else that's going on. And if you want fitness tips, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at Simon Miller. And it's all there. It's all, I'll call it good stuff, but you don't have to think it's good stuff. You can think it's crap. That's fine. I really don't mind. As long as you're engaged, then I'm a happy chap. Tremendous conversation. It's always so great talking with Simon. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to having that match that we he said that we're going to have. I'm sure that sooner or later that's going to happen. And I'm very excited to see what his future is going to hold when uh, wrestling comes back. That's going to be cool. Uh, thanks very much for listening. I appreciate you being there on that side. Make sure you follow me around in your favorite platform. If you haven't yet, Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube channel first and, and the second channel where I have the VODs and clips of the, um, the lives that I do and much more. Check all the links in the description and I'll be back. I'm not sure when. But my next conversation is with Kira Kamira. We'll be here on the podcast. And I'm trying to figure out the schedule. I'll literally... I haven't done this to the point when I... Um, to the point that I'm recording here. The time that I'm recording here now. I'm like, I need to figure out when I'm going to put that Kira Kamira conversation out. Because next Monday I'm going to have another conversation to put out. We'll figure it out. Um, expect podcasts on Wednesday, though. Because I think that... Eh, maybe I'll be able to do it to Tuesday. But it's like it's late Monday and then I won't be able to do it on, on Tuesday until late. And then I want to post a podcast at 10 o'clock at night. So I may just put them on, on Wednesday. You'll know. It will pop up on your feed, I promise. Anyways, if you, live here, if you heard all of this, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being there on that side. It's great to be back. And uh, I'll be back soon with another conversation. I promise I won't have you waiting more than a week for another edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Talk to you next time. Cool? Cool.